You're listening to the Soul Inspired You podcast, a place where inspiration meets contemplation with your hosts, Beth Hewitt and me, Melissa Amos. Together, we'll unravel the threads of inspiration and explore what moves and stirs our souls. So get ready for conversations that will ignite your spirit and expand your perspectives in the hope that we'll inspire you to live your own soul-inspired life. Good morning, Mel. Good morning, Beth. How are you doing? I'm doing very well today, thank you. How are you? I'm good too. What have you been working on this week? Is there anything that you've been... Anything I've been doing? I think, what haven't I been doing? It's been a really busy... Energetically, it's been a really busy week. So last night, I was at a I'm I'm doing a 12-month mentorship all around star beings which is right it's something very different it's something that I've not ever explored before and it's really based on like mediumship skills and bringing through star beings through mediumship awareness and I'm like this is out of my comfort zone and this is not something that I know. And I trained as a medium a long time ago. And it's not something that I wanted to continue because I was more about bringing through the angelics and the spirit guides. But it's mm-hmm. the same skills, right? Yeah. So I started this course and we're thinking about three months into it. And oh, my goodness me, it is very profound. Oh, it's very profound. And last night we were working with we were seeing what was available to come through and I was getting these really high vibrational fizzy energies coming in with some really beautiful messages for humanity so that's what I've been working on Beth (laughs) nothing (laughs) small then that sounds really interesting though is that are you doing that online are you doing it offline is it I'm doing it online. It's with uh-huh. a it's with a medium called Tony Stockwell, who is he's a brilliant medium and he's mm-hmm. a brilliant teacher. And I've been to a few of his things in the past, and he actually taught my original mediumship teacher. So, ah. it's nice to, so that's nice to come back to that. But what's so amazing? Because these things can be quite profound, and they can be, but they can be quite separate. They can be like something that you just do once mm-hmm. a month, and you just go about your daily life but I it, it finished quite late last night and so I went to bed had some wacky dreams woke up this morning with this real like rocket in me and I just got this I wake up and I ask myself what do I need to know today yeah and I got this real thing about 2024 is going to be a really pivotal year and it seems to be, or the, the image that I got is it seems to be that it's like the last layer of our foundations. And so this foundation needs to be like really strong and whatever mm-hmm. we do mm-hmm. next year. And it's true for any day, really. Yeah. yeah. This is the message I got anyway, that whatever we do next year is going to be fundamental to what's going to happen over the next 10 years. And 
how are we investing in ourselves and what is it that we're working on and how do we envisage how we're going to be showing up for ourselves and yeah. how that's influence the world and I was like that's some message to receive on a Wednesday sunny morning <laughs> uh, so I went for a little walk and I was considering that it's a beautiful day today and the sun was shining I was just like letting that ground me because I wasn't very grounded when I finished last night and as I started to receive more of that it was really interesting because I I started to see it for everybody yeah Mm-hmm. and like, as I was walking like all the lights just turned green like the crossing so I was taking my son's school all the lights were turning green as I was coming in everyone was stopping and I was like this is life I'm like doors just yeah open. alignment and then I thought this happens for everyone and it was a real it's not just you Melissa mm-hmm. you're not special Melissa like not in a nasty way but you're not special like we all have this and I was yeah. like oh I love that and people were smiling at me and I was like smiling back <laughs> I just thought, oh, this is like a really nice way to start the day how nice that sounds really <laughs> lovely but I, I agree with you I think I do feel as well like next year is about putting st- structures in place really laying the bedrock and foundations of what it is that we want to be doing in the world and the more that we do that start to prepare for that I feel like 2024 onwards is going to be pretty significant. So what's 2024 numerologically? Four, six, eight. So it's an eight year. So Ooh. it is abundant. Infinity, yeah. And if we can see ourselves as that middle point of the eight and how our pinpoint and if mm-hmm. we're centred, how that then spreads out to the other two bulbs that are above Oh, that was weird. I had an image last night, which was all like these balls on top of each other. That's weird because yesterday, so I do in my membership on a Monday, Wednesday and a Friday morning, we do Oracle card readings. And I think it was on Monday this week when I pull the cards, I pull three cards from three different decks. And I do that because I feel like the messages are reinforced on top of each other. And the three cards, I can't remember, I don't know if I can remember all three, but two of them one was the magician and he had like a belt with the figure eight above his head, but also he had a belt, which also had those three shapes around his waist. And then the second one, I can't remember what the card's name was, but it was also about magic. And again, it had, I think it might've been obsidian and it had a bigger like rock stone there. And then obviously one at the top and one at the bottom and again so it was mirror mirroring that and then there's a third one and when I place the cards together the actual colors from each of the cards flowed in so it was like the sky at the top was red and then it went into the red of the magician and then the red of the final card and then it was like the robe that came down the third card was it had a young boy on a horse so it was about his journey starting out and he'd got in his hand he was like yeah ready to go and he's he had this fabric that was flowing down over and past the horse and it just totally merged into the magician on the second card and then into the final card at the bottom. Wow. And even the horse's head at the bottom of the card, when you laid it up, there was a flower at the bottom of the magician. And when you laid the flower up with the horse, it, it still looked like the horse's head, like the white of the flower. And that was the only white on the whole of the card. Everything else was really big, bold colours. And so 
it just all aligned and I, so I'm, I'm literally like in the layering the cards on top of each other not just in meaning but physically you could see how it all flowed together and so we had this conversation about synchronicities and alignment and just looking out for those signs and looking for the patterns and just being aware in the moment of what's there for you to receive if we've got a head up and we're open to receiving that so I, I love stuff like that I love noticing little synchronicities like that so I was quite excited on Monday I think that's all part of the thing about as we come into this awakening we become more aware it's not just about oh I'm going to sit and I'm going to receive messages from star beings (laughs) I'm quite down into this journey and this is new for me Um, but it's really about those little little or not so little synchronicities that come and that like I said my lights were turning green and people were smiling at me and I could look at that as just oh that's a nice day or I could really understand that perhaps it's the energy that I'm holding because I definitely felt like I had a shift last night and that the world is now responding to me and this is what is so amazing about tarot cards and oracle cards is like you actually don't need to wait for the birds to start circling over the head and to go out and go you've actually got at your fingertips a prompt to be able to ask the question yeah and really get a an immediate answer so it, it's like a it's like a quick hack into it is that guidance isn't it and that that's the other thing we were talking about inside I'm doing the gratitude journey at the minute mm-hmm. and on Monday or Tuesday this week some people were saying I don't have oracle card I don't know how to do oracle card readings or I don't have any oracle cards and so that's when we I showed them about bibliotherapy which I've done previously and so to be able to receive messages from other forms and to use other tools like books and things to receive those messages it doesn't necessarily need to be an oracle card and you don't need to be trained in how to read these things so there's literally magic all around us all of the time which is always really so nice we just need to be aware of it and ask the question and mm-hmm. I think that actually that's what tarot or learning to read tarot and oracle cards and again it's not all oh, officially going to a course and learning that it's playing with it and understanding and noticing how it makes you feel and noticing what images pop out for mm-hmm. you and the and how they all speak to each other and all yeah. of this that as you do that and you make that part of your practice, what it did for me was it helped me see it in the outside world. Mm-hmm. Or we, it's it's like how do cards work? Cards aren't <laughs> magic. The cards are just cards with images and yeah. mm-hmm. names and they have symbology and meaning. But um, if you were to just leave them in the middle of the woods, like there's nothing's going to happen, maybe. But it's when it comes into our consciousness and we ask it a question and we yeah. we blend that thing knowing, because why are you asking a card unless or have at least a slight belief that there's some magic? Yeah. And that how like how do the cards work? How do people oh well, how do I pick my card? People often ask me that. What do you do? How do you know what card to pick? Mm-hmm. You can't pick it wrong. It doesn't matter what you do. I did this once in um, a card course I was running in Soul Space. And somebody asked me that question and I was like, well, you can either do it like this. And I shuffled mm-hmm. the card and I pulled a card out yeah. and it was whatever card it was. I said, oh, you can do it like this, which is how I prefer. You lay it on the table. There's something really satisfying, isn't there about that? Yeah. 
spreading them out. Um, and then pick a card. And guess what? Same card came out. Both uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I was like, this is brilliant because it just goes to show it doesn't matter what you do, the right card's going to come. And how does that even work? It can only be through synchronicity. That's the mm-hmm. only way that me picking the card or the card flipping out the deck that happens yeah. to. It's synchronicity. Yeah. And when you truly land into that, it's not just when you're working with your cards. It's everywhere, yeah. all the time. So I've got all over goosebumps and I shall tell you why. Because right before I came on here, I thought, I'm not sure what we're going to talk about today, but we're just going to go with the flow. And I just pulled a card from mm-hmm. the deck. And the card that came out was friendship. Mm-hmm. Nice. Now, a couple of weeks ago, this card literally came out every day. For everybody that I did a reading for, the friendship card just kept popping out again and in. And by the end of it, everyone was like, oh, that blooming card, it keeps coming out again. What's it trying to tell us kind of thing? And I think it's, I'm just think, feeling now that we're talking about synchronicities. We're talking about the Oracle cards and what card is that comes out this morning. And I've literally got, you know, hundreds of cards. So this could have been literally any card this morning. So to have the friendship card again, which is seek out your soul family, surround yourself with positive people, spend more time socialising. When we're on this journey, we want to be surrounded by those people that will support our dreams and aspirations. And I think we, we can always be looking for signs. We can always be receiving signs, but some people don't understand that. And I think if you are on that spiritual path, um, people can poo your dreams and things like that. So, yeah, I want to share that because the friendship card has come out yet again. It hasn't been out for a little while, but it literally was popping up every other reading a couple of weeks ago. So, Are you ready to unlock the incredible power of your intuition and live a purpose-driven life? I'm Melissa and I'm excited to guide you on a profound journey through our free three-day telegram group in Awakened the Vortex. Together, we'll dive deep into understanding and trusting your intuition like never before. If you've ever struggled to differentiate between wishful thinking from true intuition or felt held back by doubts and fears, then this free group is tailor-made for you. We'll equip you with practical tools to navigate life's challenges with confidence and with clarity. To join us, visit melissa-amos.com forward slash awaken hyphen the hyphen vortex. Join me as we embark on this transformative journey together and awaken the full potential of your intuition. So let's talk on that a minute because that's something also I get asked a lot. The card keeps coming up. Am I being told off? Am I being told off? <laughs> what am I getting? Um, and that can be really frustrating when you're like, you ask a question. And what I would say to that is be very mindful as to what questions you're asking when you're putting the card. But also, as it keeps coming up, perhaps, and you'll only know this by how you feel, but perhaps this is a message from your guides or your soul or the universe whatever you're connecting into that's saying yeah this is what we're acknowledging in you this is what we're acknowledging in you and when we look at it like that I think we can then bring it into gratitude of friendship because you could pick that card and think oh I need to go and find new friends and then you keep Mm -hmm. getting it and you're like I've been out 
been speed dating. I've been <laughs> hanging out at the coffee shops. I've been joining all the circles. I've been doing all of this. And and like, why is it keep giving it to me? If you're taking action on it, it's quite possibly that it's being recognized in you. If that doesn't land for you and it, you feel like there is something deeper, why not pull another card? Why not ask? What is it that I need to know about this? Or what are my strengths around this? Or what are my challenges around this? Or what can't I see around this? And start to build that picture. Because actually your cards or your spiritual inquiry, whether you use cards, runes, pendulum, meditation, journaling, just chatting with the local star being or angel, like whichever, it is like a, a friendship group. And if you treat them like that, then it changes everything. If you think of your cards as a friend, yes. and you're not going to keep like hounding it, because you wouldn't do that to a friend. You're not going to keep hounding it. Give me the answer for this. But you might be like, oh, I'm going through this. Can you help me understand more about this? Or what's your advice? Yeah. You know, your cards aren't the leader. The cards aren't the be all and end all. The cards are there as a guide and as a tool that we can reflect and, and yeah. have another perspective or another mm -hmm. opinion on. And it's the same with our guides and our angels and anything we channel and even our soul. We don't, we don't have to listen to anything. We can ultimately, we have free will. We can ultimately do what we want. But as we start to understand that the universe is our friend, mm -hmm. yeah, that the elements are a friend, we're in relationship with, that's what friendship is, right? We're in a, a supportive relationship with. And then I think it really changes how we interact with them mm -hmm. and you know how they say that we are the sum of the five or the eight people that we hang out with most yeah so imagine those five or eight people also were five or eight beings or energetic archetypes that we move to and we listen to and that is who we seek advice for rather than our fear mm -hmm. or our mind monkeys uh -huh. or past experiences that may not have been so positive and it was interesting because every time that card came out someone said oh I didn't hear that message last time and I needed to hear that today and sometimes it's not always about just us it's about other people and the, the friendship circle around us as well but yeah to be supported to know that we're divinely supported as well sometimes we feel quite alone don't we on the journey even though we've got people around us but to know that we're always being divinely guided that there's always the support of the universe and that there are signs there it can give us hope it can give us reason to continue on this path that we are on so this has been quite a deep and profound conversation this morning melissa what, what do you expect <laughs> <laughs> nothing less <laughs> what, what have you been working on this week so I'm in the middle of the gratitude and vision building journey. Today we're actually having a break because we are on day 15. And this week is all about the vision. It's all about, so we've been, for the last 15 days, we've been building up our gratitude muscles. And we have been spending a lot of time developing a practice of gratitude and talking more about how gratitude plays an important part in our lives and how we can use it. And this week, it's all about bringing gratitude and visualization together. and then. Later in the week, we'll be looking at creating that vision and creating an action plan so we can start to work 
and take action on that vision that people have been starting to create for themselves. So that's what I've been doing this week. Pretty much the only thing I've been doing this week. <laughs> been pretty full on. The time to do it. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I love that. And gratitude is one of those or the vibration that we want to mm-hmm. help accelerate what it is that we're working on and get, help us get really clear, I think, about what it is that we truly do want. Yeah. I think it can be quite eye-opening when you think that you want something and then you receive it or you think mm-hmm. of actually think about receiving mm-hmm. it and you don't feel the way that you think that you yes. feel. Yeah. And that's exactly what we were doing last night, actually. So we were identifying those things that we were grateful for, which we'd been doing for the last 15 days anyway. But then really getting underneath that. What is it that you actually love about this thing? Yes, you are grateful for the internet or whatever it is. But why is that? What is it that brings you so much joy because you've got access to the internet? And it's then going deeper and it's because I can connect, it's because I can communicate, it's because I can speak to my family. And all of these things start to come out of this just very everyday gratitude piece of I'm just great, I'm grateful for the internet. And then we started to look at, and what is that powerful, positive emotion and feeling attached to you being able to communicate? and connect with all of these people all over the world and then all of a sudden we get these words of like freedom and inspiration and connectedness and all of these wonderful emotions and feelings and we can go really deep with our gratitude practice and when we really understand why we are grateful for the things in our life that opens up and gives you some clues to what we actually want to be doing in the world because if connection And communication is a theme that comes up every time you go deeper with each of these little gratitude pieces, then you know that plays a big part. That's a theme that is running underneath and that you should hopefully bring, be able to bring into the life that you want to create for yourself. Right. So that's what we were doing last night. So we were going quite deep with our gratitude, not just I'm grateful for this and I'm grateful for that, but really getting to understand why it is that we're grateful for something. And that's the big difference because mm-hmm. otherwise it's like you're not feeling it, you're just reeling off a yes. list of things and then yeah. it, it, there's no energy behind that. Mm-hmm. I love that you're doing this now at this time. Um, with that message that I got today about next year, I was like, we're not in next year yet. And this was quite interesting, is I got this kind of... It almost felt the year had been brought forward. Like, I don't know how I, like, mm-hmm. I got vision. Like, you know, you'd see a calendar and it'd be like January to December. It's yeah. almost like the, like, and, and if that was a highlighted, mm-hmm. it was like a bit that highlighted came up to December as well. Yeah. yeah. And what I heard was it's this next six weeks that we bring those real decisions in. What is it really that we want to do? And to yeah. use time to to start to look at what do I want to invest in with my time with my money with my senses with my energy and I think if you know the people that are doing your uh, journey with you will be in a really good space to be very clear about that so that's interesting because normally I do this event in December and it's a really nice time to actually end the year but I brought it forward this year because I wanted to give people more time and we know how hectic December is and I don't think you can always receive everything in December because what are you doing the journey because 
everything else? Are you going to carol concerts and nativity plays, whatever's going on in your life? So I brought it forward. And I think that's really allowing people to actually do the work in November and then really spend December, which I think in December we get these, especially between the Christmas and New Year period where we've got that week of what is that week? But that's for me is a really creative space where people can actually start to think more about the year ahead. So I brought things forward this year because of that to see how impactful and different that would be if I was to approach it that in that way. But I love that people are starting to do this. I love that people are starting to plan and think about 2024 instead of, you know, previously you might have heard, and we still do here, I'm fed up of 2023. I can't wait for 2024. This is going to be the year that is amazing when actually let's just take stock and see what has actually happened over the last 12 months. Let's actually mine all of those experiences that we've had and find the gold and nuggets and the lessons and decide how we want the next chapter to be because there is so much knowledge and wisdom, not just in 2023, but everything that that came before. If we allow ourselves that space to do it, we can really be mindful and and create the life that we truly want in 2024. So yeah, lots of bedrock building, lots of foundation building. So all good. If you think of this year and maybe the last three it's been hard for a lot of people. If you just consider that as this is when we were mining down, this is yeah. when we were discovering if there was anything shaky and rocky sitting under there, or if we were on good soil, on good land, mm-hmm. we could make those decisions to move. Now it's we're preparing this. And that's what I feel. When we had our extension built in our garden, actually it was the stuff before the bricks started being laid that looked like the hardest work. Yes. Now I remember seeing this guy uh-huh. like with his bike with his bare hands like, uh-huh. just digging <laughs> down, like casually like disappearing into the ground. And I was like, wow, that does that just look like really hard mm-hmm. but quite satisfying work because it was mm-hmm. making me laugh. <laughs> uh, and I, I think that I'm not sure that 20 for me anyway, I'm not sure that 2024 is necessarily gonna be the easy when I'm reaping everything that I've sown. I think that this is that, but if I can put my head down and do the work and know that I'm doing this because it's building this Mm -hmm. extra something, then maybe from 2025, maybe things will really, I don't know, I feel 2027 feels to me like, things are gonna there's gonna be a big difference like you know how the difference between 2020 and 2019 like mm-hmm. 20 will be like the end of a different space I don't like to predict but that's just the feeling that I've had and maybe that's for me and maybe that's for anyone that's listening as well mm-hmm. where will we be in 2027 if you're listening maybe you're listening in 2027 and you're listening back to the very first episodes right. she was right <laughs> do let us know one podcast <laughs> in the world <laughs> okay So it's been lovely chatting with you again today, Melissa, and I look forward to more amazing conversations with you. And thank you everyone for listening and we will see you next time. Hey listener, we hope you enjoyed today's episode and that you feel able to embrace those moments in your life that speak to your soul. 
Connect with us and subscribe to the podcast at soulinspiredyou.com or get in touch with us at soulinspiredyou at mail.com where we can keep those soulful conversations going. Remember to stay inspired and curious so that you can live your best soul-inspired life.